This is Tina Douglas, and you're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast with your host, my husband, Liam Douglas. Enjoy! Greetings, everybody. You're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Liam Douglas, and this is episode 242. So today is Sunday, April 17th, 2022. And as usual, I'm covering the latest news and rumors roundups from the big four rumor sites of Canon rumors, Nikon rumors, Fuji rumors, and Sony Alpha rumors. So let's head on over to Canon rumors and see what they have for us this week. Now, unfortunately, this week, Canon Rumors only has a single story, which does worry me a little bit. As you know, Canon Rumors was recently sold off by the original owner to uh, a new group of owners or whatever the case may be. And it's making me nervous that I'm running into weeks where they don't have any stories or very few stories and now only one story. But hopefully they'll hang in there. I don't know. We may end up having to drop them from the rotation if they aren't going to cover any Canon Rumors news. So. We'll see. So, Canon announces the Flex Zoom Lens Series CNE 45 to 135 millimeter T2.4L and the CNE 20 to 50 millimeter T2.4L. Uh, let's see. Melville, New York, April 12th, 2022. Canon USA Inc., a leader in digital imaging solutions, announced today the launch of a new series of lenses for the company's EF Cinema Lens lineup. The Flex Zoom lens series of lenses, which were developed to create cinema-style productions with greater workflow efficiency. The first lenses in the series are the CNE 20-50 2.4LFFP wide-angle zoom lens and the CNE 45-135mm T2.4 LFFP telephoto zoom lens. Designed in the pursuit of cinematic beauty, the new large aperture lenses feature both high-level optical design and performance while maintaining style and ease of use of Canon's EF Cinema Lens series. With the introduction of the zoom lenses featuring focal uh, length ranges of 20 to 50 for wide angle and 45 to 135 for telephoto, Canon now offers zoom lenses that cover the same range as its six existing prime or single focal length lenses. The versatility of these new lenses supports efficient work uh, production workflows for a wide range of scenarios, including film, TV programs, commercials, and more. When paired with full-frame or large-format cameras, these lenses fully leverage the camera's signature shallow depth-of-field look and provide smooth and natural background blur, helping to produce powerful storytelling imagery. The lenses also maintain a bright 2.4 aperture across their entire zoom ranges, allowing for image capture in both natural light and darker environments. This feature helps to reduce the need for intricate lighting setups, enabling more efficient and cost-effective video production workflows. Engineered with an optical configuration that creates the optimal placement of lens elements, including a large aperture, a spherical lens, and an anomalous uh, dispersion glass lens, the CNE 20-50 and the CN 45-135 T24L can help reduce potential for color smudging or chromatic aberrations. This enables them to maintain high optical performance from the center of the image to the periphery when paired with 8K cameras. 
In addition to supporting EF mount data transmission, the new lenses are also compatible with eye technology from Cook Optics. With this compatibility, recording metadata such as focus, zoom, and aperture and lens model can be transmitted via the lens mount for visual visualization on the camera itself. This additional information helps contribute to more efficient workflows, not only during on-location recording, but also during post-production and editing. Pricing and availability, the Canon CN-E20-50 and the CN-E45-135 telephoto zoom lenses are scheduled to be available in early June 2022 and early September 2022 for an estimated retail price of $21,999. Canon will showcase its latest digital imaging solutions and products, including the new Flex Zoom Lens series of lenses at the NAB Show 2022, booth number C4432 in Las Vegas, April 24th to 27th. For more information about the new lenses and Canon's presence at the show, please visit usa.canon.com. So definitely some exciting news from the world of Canon as far as flexible zoom series cinema lenses and i have a feeling these will probably be fairly popular with a lot of studios that do production for both films and tv shows and possibly commercials i have a feeling they're probably going to be a welcome addition to the cinema lens lineup and now we'll head on over to nikon rumors and see what they have for us for this week the new really right stuff plates for Nikon Z9 are now available for pre-order. Here are the details. The CNC machined 6061-T6 aluminum, anodized type 2 black laser engraved center marks, integrated QD socket for quick detach strap systems, one quarter 20 threaded accessory mounting socket, full access to camera accessory ports, access to batteries without removing the plate, RRS standard dovetail length 4 inches or 102 millimeters, width 2 inches or 52 millimeters, height 0.6 inches or 14 millimeters, weight of 3.5 ounces or 98 grams. Really right stuff camera body plates are all custom designed for each camera body and precision machine from a solid from solid blocks of 6061 T6 aluminum. Fully compatible with any RRS quick-release system, our plates feature precise contoured anti-twist flanges for a perfect fit that prevents twisting between the camera and our plate. All of our quick-release plates utilize a custom-machined one-quarter 20-threaded captive-style mounting screw that threads into the tripod mounting socket of your camera body. Really Right Stuff Camera L plates feature two dovetail mounting surfaces in the shape of an L, one on the bottom of your camera and one on the left-hand side. This additional mounting option allows you to quickly change between landscape and portrait orientation while minimizing the need to recompose your shot, saving you time and hassle. Also, an L plate keeps your gear centered directly above the tripod's apex, which helps maintain the best stability possible. Really Right Stuff modular L-plates have all the same advantages as a traditional unibody L-plate, but are comprised of two separate components. A conventional base plate and a dedicated vertical L-component that mounts to the left-hand side of the base plate. This modular approach offers the flexibility of allowing the photographer to remove the added L-component for a slimmer profile or when maximum access to the side ports is required. This plate features fully integrated QD or quick detach mounting system. This allows the user 
The ability to rapidly mount or dismount a support strap system from a camera body plate featuring a QD mounting socket. QD release systems are a professionally proven system with many already existing third-party options offering a robust 50-pound load capacity when used with our quick-release plates. And there are some beautiful images of this new plate for the Z9 in this article in the show notes, which you can find today in the show notes page on the Liam Photography Podcast website. Nikon SnapBridge version 2.9.0 released. Nikon released this new version of SnapBridge for iOS. The Android version will be released on April 19th. Additional information, Google translated. The English version is not yet released. It's better and better. Comprehensive optimization. Nikon APP Nixing SnapBridge new upgrade. Nikon announced that its app, Nixing SnapBridge version 2.9, is planned to be launched on iOS and Android on April 12th and 19th, respectively, with a more user-friendly design and more comprehensive and rich functions. Further optimization, the user experience helps professional photographers and photography enthusiasts to easily share their image works through the internet. Nikon SnapBridge is a mobile phone software launched by Nikon to establish a connection between Nikon cameras and smart devices. With this app, users can easily control the camera and download pictures on their mobile phone and communicate with more through the internet. People share the joy of image creation. Users can connect to smart devices such as Nikon cameras and mobile phones through Wi-Fi and can adjust camera settings and shoot with the help of smart devices. They can also view and download newly captured photos at any time on the smart device and upload them to social platforms or the Nikon Image Gallery to communicate and share. SnapBridge allows smart devices to be paired with up to five cameras, allowing creators to easily add information or text to photos on their phones, clearly marking every moment. The software can also set the camera clock to the time of the smart device, receive firmware update notifications for paired cameras at any time, and some models can even perform firmware upgrades directly via SnapBridge without the need for a computer or memory card. The newly upgraded version 2.9 of Nikon SnapBridge supports more Nikon camera models. In addition to the Z9, D6, Z72, Z62, ZFC, and other popular models, D750, D7, uh, 7200, D7100, 5500, 5300, 3300 are also newly added. DF Nikon 1, J5, Coolpix P900S, Coolpix AW130, Coolpix S7000, and Coolpix S3700 and other classic cameras while meeting the needs of new users, they do not forget to improve services to users, allowing more Nikon users to enjoy the convenient experience brought by new technologies. Nixang's SnapBridge has been widely praised by users since its launch and has achieved an excellent score of 4.7 points in the App Store, far ex- exceeding the scores of similar apps. The 2.9 version of SnapBridge launched this time has more user-friendly design optimized from all aspects of image creation, to inject fresh vitality into the image creation of professional photographers and photography enthusiasts and jointly explore more possibilities on the road of photography. 
Now, I do have to briefly take issue with them claiming that the app has been lauded and praised ever since the first version came out because I know better. I know uh, both Tony Northrup and Jared Poland complained numerous times about how awful the experience was with the Nikon SnapBridge app and that it's only gotten decent in the last year or so. Uh, so <laughs> I know Nikon's going to toot their own horn, but uh, not so fast there. Adobe April releases are out, plus a preview of the new On One Resize AI. The Adobe April releases are out. Adobe Photoshop April release, Adobe Lightroom desktop update, the latest camera support added, Canon R5C and Panasonic GH6. The latest lens support has been added. list of all new features introduced in the April release can be found in an accompanying article. The latest Adobe CC subscription plan rates can be found on this page. A free Lightroom CC try is available. No credit card required. More information on the different Lightroom versions is available in an accompanying link. And the different Adobe Creative Cloud options are also available at another link. On One released a preview of the interface of the upcoming new On One Resize AI software, which you can watch on their official YouTube channel. And Topaz Labs Denoise AI is 25% off until April 15th, which you're going to be too late to catch that one if you're listening to the show, even in real time. So I apologize for that. New Nikon Z9 firmware update version 2.0 announced. As I already reported earlier, Nikon officially announced a new firmware update version 2.0 for the Nikon Z9 mirrorless camera to be released on April 20th, 2022. Here are the details, primary features of the firmware version 2.00 for the Z9, evolution of video features such as raw video internal recording in 12-bit 8.3K 60p. This version update enables internal recording in two different 12-bit raw video formats, NRAW and ProRes RAW HQ. The new format, Nikon's proprietary NRAW, offers recording with a file size approximately half of ProRes RAW HQ providing longer recording time. It supports up to 8.3K 60p and 4.1K 120p when shooting in the FX-based video format. Up to 4.1K 60p can be supported in the FX-based video format with ProRes RAW HQ. A full HD MPEG-4 proxy file suitable for transfer and editing is generated at the same time as the RAW video file generation in either format. You can record a video on a compact system without an external recording device attached and achieve full-scale editing by taking advantage of rich 12-bit total grade gradation utilizing video editing software. Other new features include a variety of useful video functions such as recording in high-resolution 4K UHD 60p oversampled from 8K. Use of the ProGrade Digital Cobalt uh, 650 650 gigabyte or ProGrade Digital Cobalt 325 gigabyte memory card is recommended. And two, NRAW will support by EDIUS X version 10.32 by Grass Valley and DaVinci Resolve 17.4.6, DaVinci Resolve Studio 17.4.6 by Blackmagic Design. For NRAW readout in 8K, DaVinci Resolve Studio version 17.4.6 is required as of April 14th of 2022. Two various features added with consideration giving to video recording. 
With firmware version 2.0 for the Z9, operability and video recording is also remarkably improved by adding useful features. The red record frame is displayed on the viewfinder and monitor during recording to indicate recording is in progress, preventing mispressing of the record button. Also, video recording settings such as frame size and rate or audio can be confirmed on a single screen with new video info. The waveform monitor can confirm the brightness levels according to the subject position. In addition, when recording video in M mode, ISO sensitivity can be adjusted in one six stops, enabling finer exposure adjustment while preventing ISO from increasing more than absolutely needed. Pre-release capture acquires decisive movements more securely than ever before. The version update introduces the pre-release capture for the first time in a full-frame mirrorless camera. This new feature records images for up to a second before the shutter release button is pressed all the way down during high-speed frame rate capture for uh, for still shooting. For instance, you can capture the moment when a baseball bat hits a ball even when pressing the shutter all the way down after you see the batter hit the ball while half pressing the button. The screen display for high-speed frame capture plus is improved by adding the release timing indicator so that users can visually recognize the shutter release timing. In addition, version 2.0 allows you to jump to the first frame of each continuously shot sequence during playback. This makes the workflow more comfortable for sports or bird photographers who tend to use high-speed continuous shooting. Four, improved AF performance, including custom wide area AF with 20 options. The updated firmware newly adds custom wide area AF, which is similar to the group area AF feature, featuring 17 options that is highly evaluated with the DSLR camera of the Nikon D6. The pattern of AF area movement is selectable from 20 options for stills and 12 for videos, realizing the capture of main subjects in a wide range of scenes. Since it also supports subject detection, you can nail the decisive moment with perfect focus on an athlete behind obstacles in hurdling, for example, by setting the AF area to the upper half of the frame. Also, through reassessment of the algorithm, AF stability tracking improvements and subject detection in low-light situations has been enhanced. Number five, other features, motion blend function overlays a series of subjects moving during continuous shooting into a single still in camera without using editing software. With the save consecutive frames function, frames in a selected section of footage can be saved as a series of JPEG still images while the playback is paused. So quite a bit of impressive enhancements in this new Z9 firmware. And I have a feeling it's going to make a lot of Nikon Z9 owners extremely happy. Nikon also announced new firmware update version 1.40 for the Z7 II and Z6 II cameras. Another previously rumored Nikon Z6 II, Z7 II firmware update got officially announced today to be released on April 20th, 2022. Improved AF performance for still images, background omission during auto area AF is suppressed, making it easier to focus on the subject in the center of the screen. Compatible with the remote control MLL7. Quote, with firmware version 1.40 for the Nikon Z72 and Z62, it is possible to prevent the focus point from unintentionally moving to the background in an auto area AF mode so that the photographer can more easily focus on the closer subjects when AF starts. 
This firmware upgrade also supports the MLL7 uh, remote control, which allows you to take photos when away from the camera, facilitating the taking of selfies from a distance when you cannot reach the shutter release button, and nightscapes, which are likely to cause camera shake when the shutter button is physically pressed. You can head on over to Nikon's website to download this new firmware update if you're a happy owner of the Z6 or Z7 II. Next up, Nikon also announced the development of a new MCN10 remote grip for the Nikon Z mount system. In addition to the new Z9 and Z62, Z72 firmware updates, Nikon also announced the development of a new MCN10 remote grip for the Nikon Z mount system. Nikon is developing a remote grip, the MCN10, for the Nikon Z mount system, which enhances the efficiency of video recording and expanding the possibility of image expression. This is an accessory that allows remote control the Nikon Z mount mirrorless cameras via a wired connection. It can control various functions of Nikon mirrorless cameras, increasing the efficiency of video recording with a small crew while expanding the possibilities of video recording. It also supports still shooting. Nikon will continue to contribute to the development of imaging culture with the hope of expanding the possibilities for imaging expression for both videos and stills. Specifications, design, product name, and supplied accessories may differ by country or area. Specifications and equipment are subject to change without any notice or obligation on the part of the manufacturer. The appearance of the actual product may differ from the above image, which you can see for yourself in this article in this week's show notes. But wait, there is more. New Nikon MCCF660G CF Express Type B memory card. In addition to the new MCN10 remote grip for Z cameras, the new Z9 firmware and Z6 and 7 firmware for the 6 and 7 Mark II, Nikon also announced the new MCCF660G High Performance CF Express Type B memory card. This is a uh, memory card with a large capacity of 660 gigabytes. It realizes maximum read speed of approximately 1700 megabits per second and a maximum write speed of approximately 1500 megabits per second. It is particularly suited for video still shooting with the Nikon Z9 full frame FX format mirrorless camera. The new uh, memory card, uh, let's see here, will be available starting in June for a suggested retail price of $729.95. So a speedy card, but not by any means an inexpensive card, that's for sure. Bloomberg, quote, Nikon looks beyond cameras to reinvent itself as tech supplier. Bloomberg published a new article called Nikon Looks Beyond Cameras. Uh, most people think of us as a camera company, but historically, when, uh, when we were founded, we supplied parts of other companies. Chief Executive Officer Toshikazu uh, Yumate said in an interview, I apologize if I pronounced that wrong, now the line between business to consumer and business to business activity isn't as clear anymore, he said. To reverse that trend, uh, is they're seeking to reposition Nikon as a provider of components for the chip banking industry, advanced materials, and healthcare products, along with related services, all while seeking to retain its presence in the digital camera market. So definitely some interesting news there. And I don't blame them. Uh, Nikon just does not have as deep a pockets as Canon or Sony. So it's increasingly hard for them to compete 
with research and development and camera technology and stuff like that. And they did start out primarily doing precision glass, you know, scopes and stuff like that for the military and for other industries. So it only makes sense that they would want to continue that tradition to stay in business and remain relevant and competitive. Nikon AFS Nikkor 180 400mm F4E TC 1.4 FLED VR alphabet soup lens finally in stock in the U.S. This lens has been impossible to find for months after Nikon temporarily suspended orders last year. The good news is that the 180-400 F-mount lens is finally in stock in the U.S. at Adorama, B&H Photo, and Amazon. So if you want to get one, head on over to one of those sites now and make it quick before they're all gone once again. And wrapping up Nikon rumors for this week, officially released the Voigtlander APO Lanthar 50mm F2 and the Nocton D 23mm F1.2 ASP8 lenses for the Nikon Z mount. As previously reported, Cosina officially released these two lenses for the Nikon Z mount. Shipping will start in May. Here are the details the Voigtlander APO Lanthar 50mm F2 ASPH lens for the Z mount. Uh, let's see, product page, you can click on the link for specs and sample photos. You can pre-order from Adorama, B&H Photo, and Amazon, but it's not yet listed as the t- at the time of this story. For the Nocton D 23mm f1.2 ASPH lens, you can view the product page with specs and photo samples. You can find that link in the show notes. And you can check Adorama, B&H Photo, and Amazon for pre-orders, although not listed quite at the time of this article. So just to share that with you, these new lenses are going to be available very soon. All right, I'm going to take a short break and I'll be right back and we'll continue with Fuji Rumors. We hope you're enjoying this edition of the Liam Photography Podcast. The best way to support the show is to subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else that you get your podcasts. If you want to leave comments or suggestions for future episodes, you can call or text the show at area code 470-294-8191. And you can email the show at liam at liamphotographypodcast.com. You can find the show notes and links at liamphotographypodcast.com. And you can tweet the show at liamphotoatl using the hashtag. Hashtag Liam Photo Podcast. And now back to the show. And we're back. All right. Now let's see what Patrick has for us today. First up, Lawa 15mm F4.5R 0D Shift new version announced. 14 aperture blades and now native for Fujifilm G mount. Back in 2020, Venus Optics announced the original Lala 15mm F450D shift lens, blue ring version, which thanks to an adapter worked also on the Fujifilm GFX with the ability to shift plus or minus 8mm with no vignetting. Now Venus Optics announced a new version, the Lala 15mm F45R0D shift red ring version with 14 aperture blades instead of the 5 aperture blades of its predecessor. The good news, Laowa is now offering both the Laowa 1545 shift lenses, the blue ring and the red ring versions in native Fujifilm G-mount. Hence, no more need to use an adapter. You can order either lens at Venus Optics, B&H Photo, Amazon US, and Adorama. 
key features, 14-pointed 14, 14 Sunstars, world's widest shift lens for full-frame cameras, plus or minus 11-millimeter shift amount, ready for medium format, zero distortion, top-notch image quality, extreme close focusing distance, 360-degree rotation, special design lens support. For the 14-point Sunstars, Laowa's 15mm F45R 0D shift is made with 14 aperture blades producing 14-point Sunstars compared to the previously uh, previous 5-blade aperture version. The sunburst effects with 14 rays is softer and subtler. By offering lenses with different blades, the photographers can choose the desired starburst effect in a particular scene. It is critical for architectural photography when there are often strong light sources and reflections in the windows. The lens also has an impact on the shape of bokeh in the photographs. Uh, the lens aperture, I should say. The new red ring version creates round bokeh on the out-of-focus backgrounds. It is smoother and hence more appealing to the night view city scenes. World's widest shift lens for full-frame cameras, the angle of view for the Lala 15mm F45R 0D shift is 110 degrees, and it covers a huge image circle up to 65 millimeters. The ultra-wide angle perspective gives photographers great flexibility to frame the object and the background. It is perfect for capturing super-tall skyscrapers, magnificent architecture, and interior works. Plus or minus 11 millimeter shift amount. The maximum possible shift amount is plus or minus 11 millimeters for full frame cameras and 8 millimeters for medium format cameras like the Fujifilm GFX and the Hasselblad X1D. The shift capability allows photographers to capture straight architectural interiors by shifting the lens perspective. Distortion can be fixed, straightening the lines that appear to converge in the distance. It is incomparable to post editing. Uh, or photo cropping, crooked images are corrected by the lens, so a large area on the image can be preserved. The plus or minus 11 millimeter shift amount also allows photographers to expand the rooms for compositions by stitching multiple images, creating extraordinary image perspective. Ready for medium format with a huge 65 millimeter image circle, the lens not only works with the full frame format, but also covers medium format sensors. All the shift lenses from Laowa are now available for Fujifilm GFX mount, shift lens available for Fujifilm G. The Laowa 15mm F450D shift, the 15mm 4.5R0D shift, and the Laowa 20mm F40D shift lenses. Zero distortion. The 15mm 4.5R0D shift is composed of 17 elements and 11 groups with two pieces of spherical elements. It suppresses the distortion at nearly zero level from corner to corner. It is game-changing for architecture and interior photography as straight and sharp edges can be captured easily. Top-notch image quality. The lens has adapted the new lens coating technology. It has excellent control of chromatic aberration, flaring, and ghosting effects. Extremely close focusing distance. This lens is very versatile with its ultra-wide-angle feature and 20-millimeter closest focusing distance. Wide-angle macro-like images can be easily created. With 360-degree rotation, the lens is engineered with the rotation function on the barrel, allowing photographers to change the direction of the shift by pressing the silver unlock button conveniently. The lens barrel can be rotated 360 degrees and it clicks every 15 degrees, so it is very user-friendly for composing both landscape and portrait photographs. Special Design Lens Support 
The lens support is especially designed to work with the 15mm 450D shift lens. The rotatable ring is extremely helpful for stitching by keeping the uh, principal axis even when orientation are changed and shift. A must-have to achieve perfect stitching in panorama photography. Pricing and availability, the Lawa 15mm F45R0D shift is currently available to purchase via Vena Optics official website. The price uh, in the U.S. for the 15mm 45R0D shift is $1,199 for all mounts. Prices will vary by different countries, so keep that in mind. So definitely an exciting new shift lens from Laua Venus Optics. The camera lens is available in Canon EF and RF mount, Nikon F and Z, Sony E, Pentax K and L mount, and Fujifilm G mount as well. I have a feeling that's going to be a fairly popular lens with a lot of photographers. Fujifilm X-T3 WW discounted, now available with up to $200 rebate on an already great price. The Fujifilm X-T3 WW is now discounted. Save $100. If you get it with the XF18-55, you can save $200. At this price for the X-T3 WW, you really are getting a mega deal on the price as the price on the WW version is already great to start with. The X-T3 WW, as you well, I'll remind you, comes with no charger. You can save $100 at B&H Photo, Amazon US, and Adorama. Or if you want it with the 18 to 55 kit lens, save $200 at the same three retailers. So now a phenomenal deal. World Press Photo 2022, two awarded images captured with Fujifilm X and GFX gear. The Spanish site, Fotolari, has looked into which cameras were used to snap an awarded image at the World Press 2022 photo contest. Our Spanish friends at Fujietas summed it up nicely. 24 winners were selected. Only 8 of the 24 images were taken with mirrorless cameras. 13 images were taken with DSLRs. Fujifilm takes represents 10% of the winning images share. It was not possible to look into the EXIF data on all images. The gap between mirrorless and DSLR is getting smaller and smaller. Here is a comparison to the previous years. 2022, 54.1% DSLR, 33.3% uh, mirrorless interchangeable lens cameras. 2021, no data. 2020, 64.3% DSLR, 23.7% mirrorless. 2019, 71.1% DSLR, 4.4% mirrorless. 2018, 83.5% DSLR, 11.3% mirrorless. I believe uh, 2019, the data is off. I think it would have been more than 4.4% mirrorless. More like 44%. I think they put a decimal in there when there shouldn't have been one. Not sure yet. Uh, and for 2017, 88.8% DSLR, 5.5% mirrorless. Uh, yet there are still plenty of DSLR users out there. At some point, they might switch to mirrorless as well. And hopefully the Fujifilm X and GFX system will be able to attract many of them. With that out of the way, let me say the most important thing. Congrats to all the winners. I will share the awarded images taken with the Fujifilm gear down below. But make sure to check out all of the images at the dedicated WordPress Photo 2022 page. And there are two beautiful images taken with X and GFX gear that you can check out for yourself in the show notes. The first one was taken with the Fujifilm X-T2, and the second one was taken with the original Fujifilm GFX 50S.
So congratulations to all the winners. Fujifilm X-H2S is the name of the new 26-megapixel X-H camera coming in 2022. Long-time Fujifilm, uh, Fuji Rumors readers know it. No, the X-H line has not been canceled. On the contrary, Fuji will make it stronger than ever by releasing two Fujifilm X-H2 cameras. One with a 40-megapixel sensor and the other with a new 26-megapixel sensor. We also recently reported that the name of one of the two cameras uh, will be the X-H2S. Well, we can now say with 100% certainty that the X-H camera featuring the new 26-megapixel sensor will be called the Fujifilm X-H2S. The second X-H camera will sport an all-new high-resolution 40-megapixel APS-C sensor. The Fujifilm X-H2S rumor recap can be found down below. So, definitely exciting news. I know a lot of Fujifilm shooters are greatly anticipating the X-H2 line. So, I have a feeling those will sell very well. And it is great that Fuji's offering two options. One that's more geared towards stills photographers and one that's geared more towards videographers with the 40 megapixel sensor. Next up, zero anamorphic lenses for Fujifilm X on sale now. Uh, let's see, the X mount zero anamorphic lenses are right now an offer in the U.S. until April 30th. There will be... Let's see, great lenses for the Fujifilm X-T3 and so on. You can get the serial 50mm f1.8 anamorphic 1.33x lens in the Fujifilm X-mount for uh, $699, $649 after a $50 mail-in rebate. The 24mm f2.8 anamorphic 1.33x lens is $849 after a $150 mail-in rebate. And the 75mm f1.8 1.33x anamorphic lens is $799 after a $100 mail-in rebate. You can order these lenses at B&H Photo, Amazon US, and Adorama. Voigtlander knocked on 23mm f1.2 X mount release pushed back to July. Cosina has announced they will postpone the release of the new Voigtlander Nocton 23mm F1.2 X mount from April to July. You can order the Nocton 23 F1.2 and their 35 F1.2 at B&H Photo, Amazon US, and Adorama. So it looks like those lenses for Nikon mount are still coming now, but the Fuji X mount got pushed back for whatever reason. Probably logistics issues and supply issues of materials. Fujifilm X-T32 firmware 1.11 released. Fujifilm has released a new firmware update for the Fujifilm X-T30 Mark II. Down below, you can find all the details and the download link. You can order the camera at B&H Photo, Amazon US, Adorama, and Focus Camera. The one bug fix is the firmware bug has been fixed which caused the image sometimes become darker when selecting resolution priority in the boost setting after selecting boost in the performance menu and that is the only bug fix that's mentioned for that firmware update Viltrox AF 13 millimeter f1.4 XF review with Fujifilm X-T4. You can order this lens. It will be coming soon for $469 at the Viltrox store, Amazon US, B&H Photo, Pergear US, and Adorama. In the EU at the Viltrox store, Amazon DE, Amazon UK, and Pergear DE. 
The Hybrid Shooter published its review of the Viltrox AF 13mm F1.4 XF mount. You can see the video as well as read the summary down below. Video and summary matches good on the X-T4, which has a smaller grip. Fantastic build quality, solid, uh, feel solid and premium. Some degree of weather sealing, focused by wire. Very good manual focus experience. Aperture ring has clicks at one-third stop increments and very tactile. Center sharpness, very good already at F1.4. Corner sharpness at F1.4 is not bad, but there is room for improvement. Gets better at F2 and F8 with solid image quality. Excellent at F4 to F8. Contrast could be improved at F1.4 and gets better at F2. Sharpness gets best at F4 to F8. Significant diffraction at F11. Profile corrections are baked into the raw files. Impressive images, pleasant color rendition, low chromatic aberration. At minimum focus distance, very solid even at F1.4. Pleasant bokeh, nine aperture blades, smooth and not very harsh outlines. Autofocus very fast and accurate in stills mode. In video, it is among the best autofocus lenses for the X-T4. Usable continuous AF, silent AF, remarkably low focus breathing. No optical image stabilization, but IBIS is more than enough for a 13mm lens. OIS is not missed on this lens for cameras with IBIS. Excellent value for the price, one of his favorite lenses for the X-mount. Excellent image quality, one of the sharpest X-mount lenses, especially if stopped down to F8. No weather sealing gasket around the mount, but he does highly recommend this lens. And you can watch his official YouTube video on his official YouTube channel. Sigma X or Fujinon XF? That is the question. Sigma launches interchangeable lenses for the Fujifilm X-mount cameras. Of course, we already knew that. When I started with the Fujifilm mirrorless interchangeable lens about camera about 10 years ago, and my bank account at the time regularly and literally hit the zero mark as I spend all my remaining resources into summer travels and gear that I needed to capture those travels, I would have loved to have cheaper autofocus options for the X-mount. But there were none, so I mostly stuck with a few XF lenses and some manual focus lenses. Oh, how nice it would have been if 10 years ago I could have bought something like the Tamron 18-300 F35-63 for my travels or even the Sigma 56-14 for portraits. A wider range of affordable third-party AF lenses would have facilitated my X-system buildup. But with none of that around, I just bought slowly into it, sometimes wishing for lenses for certain images that I could not afford. Today, it's different. For those who just start out with the X system or do not have or want to invest a bigger amount of money into lenses, these Sigma X-mount lenses are a terrific option. That's why, personally, I consider them a wonderful addition to the X system, even though they are close to what Fujifilm already offers. So let's dedicate the Sigma X-Mount Trinity a little roundup, and you can follow the rest of that down below with the written reviews and so on in this week's show notes. Breaking Fujifilm X-Summit on May 31st with huge announcements. According to our sources, the Fujifilm X-Summit that Fujifilm promised us to happen sometime in May will happen on May 31st. There's lots of stuff that Fujifilm has in the pipeline for 2022, but will it really be all announced on May 31st? Let's see what we know will come for sure in 2022 based on our rumors and on lenses Fujifilm has on their official roadmap. 
We'll have the Fujifilm X-H2S based on rumors, the X-H2 high resolution based on rumors, the XF 18 to 120 on the roadmap, which will uh, 18 to 120 F4 based on our rumors, XF 150 to 600 on the roadmap, GF 20 to 35 on the roadmap, fifth generation X-Trans BSI stack sensor, official Fujifilm information. I don't know yet if Fujifilm will announce everything on May 31st. We will update you as soon as we possibly can. So, a lot of interesting news coming at the end of May. And last up from Fuji Rumors for this week, would it be madness selling X-T4 and X-E3 to get the Fujifilm X-E4? There is this weird idea that keeps hammering in my head. Now, this is from Patrick. It says, sell the X-T4 and X-E3 and get the Fujifilm X-E4. You can order the X-E4 at B&H Photo, Amazon US, Adorama, Focus Camera, and Moment. But why? Because the X-E4 would be the perfect fusion between the form factor I love, the X-E3, and the power I sometimes need, the X-T4. Plus, it would have a, a two-way tilt screen, which I vastly prefer over the selfie screen on my X-T4, even though in some radical composition necessities, it can be very helpful. So this weekend, I will just make shameless private use of Fuji rumors and ask what you think about this idea. But let me be clear. This post is not to say the X-E3 is not a capable camera. I mean, I shot a wedding with it and it worked just fine. But the X-T4 is simply the more powerful tool and in some occasions this extra power can be useful. So why am I still hesitating? Well, the reason is simple. I'd no longer have an X-Series camera with IBIS, only my GFX100S. Now I know some guys claim IBIS is for losers and it completely destroys the photographic purist experience. But trust me, when you hike for hours up a mountain, as I love to do, and maybe at some very narrow path you want to stop and grab a quick picture with a tired and shaking hand, or you have your son on your back moving around while you try to take a picture, then having IBIS solution is an option is more than welcome. And if I don't need it, I turn it off. Easy peasy. So what should I do? And yes, I know the fifth generation of Fujifilm camera is coming. I will probably get one of those cameras too. So maybe it would be better to wait and see what Fujifilm has to offer in 2022, early 2023, based on that, see which camera I sell and which camera I keep or buy. I don't know. I'm confused. Maybe just sell everything and go for XE4 or wait a bit longer, see what the future brings, and then take make my decision. And since lately I am so absorbed by Fujifilm XE4 reviews, trying to make up my mind, I will share a couple of reviews down below. Reviews or five reasons why the minimalist XE4 is the perfect camera for street photography. And there are some great videos there that you can check out for yourself in today's show notes. All right, now we'll head on over to Sony Alpha Rumors to wrap up today's episode. Nice. You can save $100 on the brand new Samyang 135mm f1.8 FE lens sold directly by Amazon US. This is a bit of a surprise, but the brand new Samyang 135 f1.8 already got a $100 discount at Amazon US. And here is a video about the lens, which you can watch on Alyssa and Pete Zalabani's YouTube channel. So you can check that out for yourself in today's show notes. Announced new Speedmaster 35mm T1.0 Cinema FE lens 
Zhang Yi announced this new Speedmaster cinema lens features a versatile focal length with standard angle of view, large diameter specifications that are diameter in situations such as concert halls and night views, brightness with the release of a T-value of 1.0 and smooth bokeh due to the circular aperture of nine blades, minimize changes in angle of view from the shortest shooting distance to infinity. And you can check all that information out in the show notes for today. Next up, Sony Alpha 1 versus Nikon Z9 in-depth camera comparison by the slanted lens. And you can check out this video on their official YouTube channel, the Sony Alpha 1 mirrorless digital camera body only. You can buy for $6,498. And the Z9 mirrorless digital camera body only, you can buy for $5,496.95. You can order them at B&H Photo, Adorama, Amazon, Focus Camera, Photo Earnhardt DE, Calumet DE, Photo Koch DE, Park UK, and Wex UK. Matthew Stern reviews the new E-Mount Pinhole Pro Max, which is available to back now on Kickstarter. Keep in mind that Kickstarter is not an online store. You are pledging your money for a product that hasn't gone into production and been released yet. Sometimes you could lose your money, so just keep that in mind. There is his accompanying video, which you can watch on his official YouTube channel. You can find that in this article in the show notes. Next, the new Duvo Ma- uh, Duovox Mate Pro night vision camera can see in the dark thanks to the Sony Starvis 2 sensor. This new uh, Duvox, Mate, uh, Duvox Mate Pro night vision camera project has been launched on Kickstarter. What's special with this camera is that it uses a Sony Starvis 2 CMOS sensor that works in light as low as 0.0001 lux. And contrary to other night vision cameras, this shows true colors. The press text, April 12th, 2022, the team at DuoVox is proud to announce the launch of their Kickstarter crowdfunding campaign for the DuoVox Mate Pro, the world's most advanced true color night vision camera. Thanks to its innovative technology, DuoVox captures the darkest night scenes as though it were daytime. Whether you're hiking, uh, driving, camping, traveling, or just out for dinner during a beautiful night, unlock a thousand foot of night in full color without a flash. Quote, we have used the latest low light imaging technology and combined it with our own advanced AI algorithm, said David Chen, the DuoVox founder. This allows DuoVox to turn an entire nighttime scene into full color daylight photography. Due to its innovative features, pocket-sized design, and easily usable, Duvo Max Mate Pro is a great choice for adventurous travelers, parents, content creators, or just gadget lovers. Night photography, take advantage of Sony's Starvis 2 CMOS sensor and capture wildlife, city views, and breathtaking moments at night as if it were day. Content creation with a built-in Wi-Fi hotspot. You can stream live footage through your smartphone, record up to 512 gigabytes of material, opening up a new world of content creation. Security camera. Be aware of your surroundings at night with AI facial recognition that automatically detects and records any suspicious activity well up to 1,000 feet or 300 meters of clear focus. Dash and personal security cam. The DuoVox Mate Pro's lagless 2K display will guide you through dark alleys, gloomy roads, and long tunnels, rainy days, or snowy nights. Night adventures, forest to oceans, and camping to boating, the DuoVox Mate Pro expands your horizons by enabling you to monitor 300 meters ahead in true color. 
ensures safe journeys and allows you to capture the breathtaking moments of your adventures. Wildlife monitoring, observe wildlife completely unnoticed with a dimmable screen and no infrared light emitted to stay undetectable. Quote, we believe that technology should be limitless. Duovox Mate Pro has come to replace traditional black and white infrared night vision devices that produce poor quality images with no color, making it hard for mass adoption, says the founder of Duovox, David Chen. Technical specifications, the Sony Starvis 2 CMOS sensor allows the camera to capture quality images and light as low as 0.0001 lux. Exclusive algorithm optimization helps to balance brightness in an image and improve clarity. Seven lens optical system uh, captures the same image through different resolutions and combines them into a high resolution photo. IR filter filters out unwanted infrared light to prevent it from destroying image colors. Advanced noise reduction instantly processes the image to reduce noise at levels never seen before for the clearest picture. Pocket size design only 2 by 4 inches or 54 by 106 millimeters and 400 grams. The Duo Vox is compact and covered in a tough shell ready for any adventure. 22 stops of dynamic range, 148% more dynamic range than the leading professional low-light camera. Sony A7S III, it captures two times more information about any scene than an iPhone 13 Pro Max, pulling detail out of the highlights and shadows. So that is an interesting camera, and I have a feeling if it does come to market, it's going to be extremely popular. So far, they've raised $29,948 uh, with a pledge goal of $25,000. So they've already met their goal, and hopefully this little beauty will come to market soon. NAB shows Sony will have a live stream on April 24th at 9 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time. Sony will have a press event on April 24th, 9 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time. I'm not sure if they will announce the new 24-70 GM2 on that day, but here are the rumored lens characteristics. It's extremely sharp, designed like the current 70-200 GM2. It's the lightest 24-70 F2 on the market, and it's also smaller than the previous version. And there is a little YouTube video that you can check out for yourself as well in this article in the show notes. Next, you can save $180 if you buy the Rokinon branded version of the Samyang 135mm F1.8 on Amazon US. So instead of saving $100 on the Samyang version, if you buy the Rokinon, you can save $180 order if you order it by Amazon US. Update now sold out, but keep checking the link. It may be back soon. So make sure you keep an eye on that, especially if you've been wanting to grab that lens. And last up from Sony Alpha Rumors for this week, Dustin Abbott's premium Sony full frame buying guide, which you can watch on his official YouTube channel. Photographer Dustin Abbott shares a buying guide for those interested in the premium side of Sony full frame mirrorless. He covers the different camera options, zooms versus primes, and what lenses are worth considering for each brand. And that's going to wrap up all the news and rumors for this week. Remember to check out the Liam Photography Podcast Facebook group. It is a private group, and you must answer a security question to join, which is the name of the host of the show, myself, Liam. And I've also opened it up to allow you to give the name of a previous guest on the show to show that you are a listener. Once you're in the group, you are free to post your own original work. 
I'm also the admin of the Fujifilm GFX 50R group, which is the largest group for the 50R on Facebook. If you own or plan to own the 50R, you can request to join that group, but you do have to answer two security questions to join that group. You can find my work at liamphotography.net and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at liamphotoatl. If you like abandoned buildings and history, you can find my projects at forgottenpiecesofgeorgia.com and forgottenpiecesofpennsylvania.com. All right, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Liam Photography Podcast. I want to thank all of my listeners once again for subscribing, rating, and reviewing in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you might be getting your podcasts. Also wanted to remind you to check out the Liam Photography YouTube channel, subscribe to the channel, watch the videos, like them, comment on them, share them out on social media, and hit the little bell icon so you can be notified as new content drops. And I will see you all again on Thursday for another new episode.